Hello and welcome to another episode of Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond. I'm Jackie May from the team at Girlfriend and of course, I'm with the lovely Alana Smith. Howdy doody. Each week we will be bringing you an interview with one of the biggest names in the industry and finding out all of their tips and tricks, but we'll also be delving beyond skin deep, finding out how they learn to embrace their own unique beauty. Yep, yep, yep. And today we've got none other than the incredible Brittany Lee Saunders and of course our must-have holy grails of the week. Indeed, we can't wait to tell you about all of the goodies we've been loving this week, but before that, let's jump straight into our chat with Brittany. Yes! Back in 2011, this incredible beauty boss joined the YouTube community and since then we simply can't get enough of her. From vlogger to building her own clothing company, she now boasts over a million subscribers. Welcome to the podcast, Brittany Lee Saunders. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Oh, amazing Brit. Your your journey has been so incredible and if we go back to nearly 10 years ago, what made you start your YouTube channel? Do you remember back in the day when you'd have like a desktop computer with like a little webcam on top of it, yes. like a little spore, <laughs> the cord coming out of it? So I feel like my fascination with talking to the camera started way back then I remember our next door neighbors had a webcam like we didn't even have a computer let alone a webcam but they did yeah and that's my first memory of discovering being able to video myself so I would just always make videos on my next door neighbor's webcam never put them anywhere obviously because (laughs) the internet barely existed back then um but I just I just had a keen interest from the good old webcam days. And then obviously when I was in high school, that's when YouTube came out. I discovered Mm -hmm. it. There was a couple of people on there. I'm like, this is, this is cool. So I just started making little videos with my friends on my laptop, like on my webcam laptop. And yeah, it just kind of spiraled from there. And towards the end of high school, people actually started tuning into my channel. And I was like, oh, this is something. And then I left school, went to the workforce and it kind of was just a very gradual climb from Mm. school till like a few years out. And then I was like, it got to a point where I was thinking, I feel like I can actually do this as a job. So (laughs) I I quit my job and then fast forward a few years and here I am now. (laughs) That's crazy. So you started with a little laptop. How's your setup changed till now? Do you have lighting and and different camera equipment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you film vlogs, like you don't need any fancy equipment. Like I honestly just use like a little handheld vlog camera because you just take it out and out. But when it comes to filming things where you're sitting down, like more makeup tutorials or whatever it may be, yeah, I've got like a full setup with lighting but once again people are always like oh how do you you know how do you set it all up everything I've got is from eBay it's just like cheap amazing I've I've had them for like five years these lights and they're so banged (laughs) up and bent all the umbrellas are bent but you think it was like really high tech but honestly just good old eBay (laughs) and were you blown away by how many people ended up actually wanting to watch you and following along with your life Oh, it's pretty crazy to think. I mean, for me, it was very like a slow journey. I feel like if it had happened overnight, it would be more overwhelming. Like if someone gets overnight fame, I guess I hate the word fame, but you know, (laughs) if someone gets overnight success and has all these followers all of a sudden, it would be pretty overwhelming. But for me, because I've been making videos for so many years, my audience has just gradually grown. So it hasn't been as much of a shock, but when I do stop and think about it, it is a very weird concept to know 
how much of my life people have seen. Because at the end of the day, you know, you see all the numbers on the screen and you see all the comments, but you're still just you in your bedroom filming a video, you know? So, yeah, it is pretty weird to think about when you stop and think about it. Yeah, it's insane to think that, you know, over a million people are just watching you and and what you're doing in in your bedroom. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) If you told young me that that would happen to me when I was a bit older, I would never believe you, but... (laughs) I think that's the beauty of it. Just It's just different all the time. You never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, yeah, and you've also done some amazing and hilarious videos. You know, recently you partnered with V-Dub and you were attempting to do, you know, your winged liner and bold lip <laughs> video. Amazing. Uh, that was really fun. I'm really happy with how that turned out. And <laughs> so over the good. Years, over the years I've been given so many opportunities like that. Do you have a favourite video that you love creating? If it was a couple of years ago, I would have told you that my favorite videos to create are the ones where I try different foods because <laughs> you're eating, which everyone loves, and then making a fun video. But now more so because I'm mainly focused on running two businesses, my mm. favorite videos to make at the moment, not that I make them all that often, but I've done quite a few videos where I kind of show a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run a business and people seem to really enjoy them because it's something different so they would have to be my favorite videos to make at the moment although lately I have been quite slack on making (laughs) it but it's all right. So speaking of your businesses you did branch out from your YouTube career and you started your own clothing line Fate the label and you also have recently launched Staple Swim. How is it running two fashion businesses? It's crazy. I never thought that it would happen, but the opportunity arose and I've had fate for just over two years now. And yeah, it's absolute craziness. Like I've just basically taught myself everything. But once again, I feel like that was the same with my YouTube career. I had no idea what I was doing. You just kind of go in and wing it. So it's been exactly the same with fate. And then obviously I've just launched Staple Swim two months ago and that was off the back of Fate because we came out with like a a collection, a swim collection with Fate and I called it Staple Swim. I was like, hey guys, we've come out with, you know, a swim collection. We're calling it Staple Swim because it's all like your swim staples that you're always going to want to have in your wardrobe. And the response to the launch of this little swim collection with Fate was so crazy. I was like, I think this has to be something of its own. Um, so that's how the idea of that came about. That was earlier this year. So all this year I set up the new business and we've just launched it two months ago. So yeah, it's crazy. Like it's just one thing happens after another. It's just kind of like a snowball effect, but I think that's the only way to really do it. Like you just got to do it. If something feels right, I just go for it. And we've been up for two months with Staple Swim and it's already phenomenal. It's crazy to think that this is just the beginning. And one of our favourite things about Staple is that you've been so forward about having a completely inclusive range of models for all of your campaigns. Was that important for you from the beginning to say that, you know, these swimsuits will work on anybody no matter what you look like? Absolutely. I feel like if I didn't have that message behind Staple Swim, I wouldn't have bothered creating a swim line. You see a lot of swimwear brands start up these days and, you know, we're living in a world where so many of us, we are curvy, we have lumps and bumps, you know, versus your typical Instagram model size six. I feel like there's so many brands out there that don't cater to the everyday girl. And that's like, 
our motto with Sable Swim. We want to create beautiful swimwear for the everyday girl. It doesn't matter if you're a size 6 or a size 20, we will have something for you. And that's something I really pride myself on because I myself, I'm an everyday girl. You know, I'm not tall and lean. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, I'm curvy and I'm a little bit short and I have a little (laughs) bit of wibbly wobbly on my legs. So I feel like it's really great that I can be the face of that brand as well. And I just feel like we have a major point of difference in the Australian swim market when it comes to swimwear in general. And what was it that inspired you two years ago to launch Fate? I mean, what was the the basis for you going, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it my own? Oh, to be honest with you, everything that I've done in my career up until this point has been random decision. I'm very spontaneous and I guess I just think of things and I want to bring them to life and that's exactly the way that I went about it. Obviously, I put a lot of thought into things, but when it comes to making decisions, I'll just roll with it. And I guess I pretty quickly found out that it was something that I was really passionate about. And I just feel when you're working on something that you're so passionate about, it doesn't feel like you're working at all. You know, you're just going to work every day and absolutely loving it. Yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I had no idea if it was going to be a success. I'm like, is anyone even going to buy these clothes? You know, I had a following on Instagram, but that doesn't always mean people are going to, you know, want to commit to something else. I feel like business in itself is a huge gamble. And every day I'm gambling, basically. Um, (laughs) Without risk, there is no reward. So you've got to give it a go. And obviously, Every decision I've made so far has been a good one with a few hiccups along the way, but overall it's been great. And along, you know, with with fashion, you're still heavily involved in uh, beauty and cosmetics as well. You know, you recently um, teamed up with Bondi Sands. That's absolutely incredible. How does that sort of happen? I just feel like over the years you build relationships with brands and I've worked with Bondi Sands for many years which is really cool because I have been using Bondi Sands for so long like before I ever did my first ambassador roles with them Mm. I was such fans yeah I mean it just naturally happens you just have brands reaching out to you saying hey we'd love to work with you and I've worked with so many over the years which is amazing and it's really cool to be able to continually work with a brand like Bondi Sands. Like Mm. I'd much rather find a brand that likes me and I love their product and work with them all the time rather than just promote one thing here. Like, ah, try this skinny tea, guys. (laughs) Uh, You know, like, (laughs) yeah. So it's really cool to be able to build relationships with brands and they're awesome to work with and everyone that works there is really nice and the owners are really cool. Amazing. And do you have any current favourite product obsessions that we should know about? Like if you had to list your top five beauty products, what would they be? At the moment, I've been really getting into skincare. Mm. I've been really lucky with my skin throughout my life. I mean, when I was a teenager, I suffered with a bit of forehead acne, which was really random. But overall, (laughs) I've been very careless with my skin, but lucky in a sense that I've not looked after it yet. It's stayed pretty good, but it's only just honestly in the last six to 12 months, I've actually started finding a massive interest in skincare products and just putting them on my face and looking after myself and, you know, doing a bit of self-care, like I'm really into it. So one product that I'm absolutely obsessed with at the moment, it's more on the expensive side, but honestly, it's worth every cent, is a product that you can get at Mecca and it's by the brand Toucha. Do you guys know Toucha skincare? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, honestly, it's Japanese skincare. And I don't know anything about skincare, but I know when I put something on my face 
and it's good because I'm like they have this one cream and it's called the dewy skin cream and it might be like a hundred dollars for this jar but it's worth every cent because it's like this moisturizer it's like heaven in a jar I've never <laughs> felt anything like it and I'm scraping the bottom of my jar right now <laughs> But I'm going to get it again because it's so good. So if anyone is really into skincare, I would 100% recommend going and even just getting a sample because it's like heaven on your face. Other than that, uh, I don't know. Lately, I've just been rocking the really natural makeup. I feel like a, a couple of years ago, I felt like, especially on social media, all the time I had to have a full face of makeup on. Like, if you scroll down far enough on my Instagram, you'll see every photo is a full face of makeup with lashes and you know, smoky eye, but I feel like, especially these days, the natural look is really in and like people are drawing on little fake freckles and looking more. I'm really digging that as well because it's way less effort. Mm. So yeah, these days I've just been loving a nice moisturizer on my skin, maybe a little bit of mineral foundation and then a bit of bronzer. There wouldn't be any products that I'm like dying over. Everyone's still into the really like colored eyeshadow palettes. And you know, you've done so many incredible things again. Would you have a career highlight? So many. I feel like this whole YouTube, Instagram career in itself is one major highlight that I never thought that I would achieve. There's not one moment that I can pinpoint. I think it's just the whole thing because from the ages of 17 up to 21, uh, 21 was the last time that I had like a real job, I guess people would say. Um, (laughs) Air quotes. Yeah. From 17 to 21, I worked so many jobs. Even when I was 14 and 15, like I worked at McDonald's and then I worked in restaurants, in bars when I was 18. I worked in offices and the last job that I had was when I was 21. It was managing an office and doing a bit of HR and recruitment. Mm. So just to go from that to now where I am now and look look back over the last five years I've been doing this full time, that in itself is such a highlight. And then obviously going from just being a YouTuber influencer to then owning two brands which are really successful. I've got four girls working for me now like with me five days a week which is just so crazy I'm a boss I'm paying people superannuation like (laughs) just things that I never thought I would ever do you know it's so crazy to think and to think that you know this is just the beginning I think that's the biggest highlight in itself so I'm really grateful for everything because if it wasn't for me starting videos and people watching and following I definitely wouldn't be where I am today and Yeah, it's just the whole thing is one massive highlight reel and it's just, it's unreal pretty much. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Well, let's end with our rapid fire questions. Are you ready? (laughs) I have no idea what the questions are going to be, but I I am ready. Amazing. Okay. If you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would have to say fake tan. I can't live without it. So I feel like if I have a tan on, I look alive. Ready for the world. Yeah, fake tan. (laughs) What one word would you use to describe your beauty routine? Effortless. Hmm. Or quick. (laughs) (laughs) As quick as I can. (laughs) I feel you. Your biggest beauty fail? Oh, I would have to say either wearing, I'd probably say in high school wearing the Maybelline 
Dream Moose foundation oh. that everyone wore oh. in that little car, and it yeah. was orange and clumpy and thick, mm. and just rocking up to school with like a shade of orange on your face. It was like and thirty ever. shades of orange. There was nothing <laughs> yes. that could match you ever. And it that was, was back orange. when we had no bronzer, no contour, no nothing. highlight, just one one thick layer of orange across yep. the face. Oh. <laughs> really oh. <laughs> oh, um, the beauty trend that you've never mastered. Doing a cut crease, you know how people yeah. do like fancy cut creases and they have like two complete different eyeshadow colours with yeah. a really neat line. I can't do it. Yeah, I me just either. I've yeah. tried and it just looks nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. When do you feel you're most beautiful? I wanna say I feel especially now that I'm a little bit older, I feel just as beautiful with no makeup on as I do with a full face. I feel like when I was younger, I went through a phase like in my late teens where I felt like I didn't look nice without makeup on. And, you know, if I had a a boyfriend back when I was 17 or 18, I'd get out of the shower and literally put makeup on before I went out of the bathroom. (laughs) Like (laughs) I need to have makeup on to look good, but I honestly feel like now I feel just as confident with and without makeup. But yeah, I think that's pretty yeah, cool. Amazing. And lastly, if you could give your 16-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, I would probably say I feel like I was pretty ballsy when I was 16 anyway. So I feel like most people's answer would be like, don't care what other people think. But I feel like <laughs> I definitely did have that attitude even when I was 16. So if I was to give my 16-year-old self any advice, not that I have any regrets, but it would probably be stop chasing around boys because they honestly don't matter when you are that age. Like, honestly. <laughs> I love but we that. all do it. We all have little boyfriends and heartbreak and all that. It's all a part of life and learning. But honestly, when I see 16 year olds getting caught up on the wrong guys, you just kind of want to shake them and be like, girl. He's not worth it. You're better than this. Yeah, just go and hang out with your friends and have fun. But, you know, we all do it. It's a part of life. But that was my advice. (laughs) The best advice that's ever been given on this podcast. Forget about the boys. Sixteen-year-olds, you don't you don't need them. Just wait until you're like (laughs) thirty. Oh well, thanks so much for chatting with us, Britt. Thanks for having me. Okay, hit me. Hit me with your grails. My grail for this week mm-hmm. is the Nude Sticks Nudies Bloom. Oh, tell it me more. It is a like color cheek, lip, eye, whatever. Like you can use it basically anywhere that you want to. But the Nudies Bloom is the new version that they've brought out from Nude Sticks, which is like a glowy sheer kind of one because they've had the matte ones for a while now and now they've got the nudies bloom and they're real shiny and glossy and like perfect glowy summer skin i think they're 46 dollars, but it's a lipstick you can use it as an eyeshadow and a blush it's everything it is beautiful i especially like the poppy color (laughs) had to think about that for a second pause for dramatic effect (laughs) and it's a sephora Jackie, tell me yours. Well, I don't know whether I should be talking about mine or whether you should be talking about it because this is another one that you convinced me or rather put in my cart for me. Another mist. Big fan of the mists with the the hot weather. I love to feel hydrated. What's the one? It is the Coconut Rose Toner Mist from... Kapari? Yes. Yes. In the cute little white and pink bottle. Cute little white and pink bottle. 
Uh, the actual like spray of the mist, very gentle, lovely. I just feel hydrated all round. And as a big Kylie Jenner fan, did notice that she might have sneakily added it on her Instagram story the other day, which really made me feel it. like, you know, a car Jenner. <laughs> no biggie, whatever. It's cool. I think it's like 50-ish bucks. Yeah. Sephora. But it lasts a while. It does. It's not quick. And, I mean, in your beauty fridge, 40-degree days. What a delightful misty moment. Full stop. The best. (laughs) Well, that's all we have time for today, girlfriends, but please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, please rate and review the podcast. It means we can get into more e-holes each and every week. You can also find us on Instagram at beautybosspodcast and make sure you tell us what you want to hear and who you want to hear from. Exactly. And next episode, we'll be bringing you another awesome interview with another one of your favourite beauty bosses. So make sure you tune in. And until then, if you're curling your hair, try using an oil to smooth out your ends. Bye. Bye.